Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Emily Kinney is an actress. In my mind, she's 15 years old. Right, yeah, it does seem like that. How old was she supposed to be in The Walking Dead? Is she here? Is she ready to go? Yeah. yeah. Can we bring her in? Let's bring her in. Let's ask. Why I'm asking you the questions. She's also a, an, an accomplished musician, and she will be at the Murray Theater at Ruth Eckert Hall tonight, where you'll be able to go see her. I would imagine a majority of the people going there are going to be Walking Dead fans, but that's good. You can use that uh, sure. popularity to expose that audience to your music, and she'll gain a lot of fans. She was uh, introduced as the 16-year-old sister of Maggie. So I was right, 16. That's what I, I seem like I feel like less of a creep. And now. she was 25 at the time. Uh, you can get her music at emilykinneymusic.com and uh, ruthecordhall.com for more information. There she is, sitting right there. Pumpkin, how are you doing? Uh, nice and early in the morning, huh? Terrible, right? That's a life of a rock star. We, are you, as you're sitting in your... Uh, your bus outside where you're like, this is so much better when we were getting catering and uh, all the acting stuff. Hold on. Let, let's let Emily get situated. Wait, wait, I gotta... First of all, <laughs> you, I got to tell you, you look pretty good for 8 o'clock in the morning, having slept in a bus all night. Thank you. Pull that microphone right down to you. Uh, Emily is going to be uh, at the Murray Theater. You can go to com and get all the information and tickets in there. Yes. Uh, how are you? Very nice to meet you. Good to meet you, too. Where were you? In Jacksonville last night? We were in Jacksonville, yes. Um... So, Very nice. I, I'm a fan of of The Walking Dead, probably like most of society is today. Not an obsessive fan like uh, a lot of the weirdos who have been contacting me since I announced you would be on the show. Uh, but I I do have this strange. I I have often thought about like everybody else how I would survive in that post apocalyptic world, mm -hmm. and I pulled in this morning and saw your bus, and I thought that's the vehicle to have. You think so? Oh my God! Yeah, it's it's uh, it looks it looks destructive. Yet uh, it had high windows. Zombies can't climb in windows. Yeah, you know the only thing is um, you have to be very aware of like your energy kind of supply. You know, in the post-apocalyptic world. But see, to me, that that there's a couple of things in that show that don't make sense. One is evidently when the world ended, nobody had nice cars. You never steal a. You never see a Ferrari rolling through. You never see a Cadillac rolling through. It's always some car with orange well, doors. Well, and but I mean, it's if you're George, the, you know, they're just picking up cars they can find. And, so. Right, but evidently well, so, in Georgia, they have terrible cars. Well, Glenn had well, the uh, Camaro like, in the first season too. Yeah, I mean, they're not like we're like when they come to on season two, like we're like a farm family. We're not right. Like, it's you rural know, Georgia, so you're probably Georgia, not going to have a Ferrari. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then like the people they're picking up aren't people. That necessarily are like loaded or anything. <laughs> well, that's what I'm and saying. And even if they were, they probably left it behind by this point, you know. So. I, I would find and I would go, hey, look, let's just do a little research. Where was the rich neighborhood? <laughs> yeah. no, you, they managed to walk all the way to D.C., but they didn't go through one good neighborhood. It's on not the like they were like, hey, I'm going to go to the general store to get some sarsaparilla. Oh, take the Ferrari. Right, right. You right. Know? And then the other thing is, um, I disagree. If there's only a small amount of people left on the earth, you should be able to siphon enough gas out of these cars left on the okay. side of the road. To but it goes bad. Gas goes bad. 
You know, what it I mean? does. Yeah, after a few years, gas goes bad. It gets oh, all clumpy. I was unaware of that. Okay, so maybe the tour van is the or the RV two V. What we have, we have like this RV van the, thing. How plus. many people are in there? Um, there's six of us. Oh, that I didn't know. Yeah. And is it comfortable? What do you sleep um, on shelves like those? Yeah, they're like bunk little bed? bunks. Yeah. I gotcha. That's kind yeah, of fun. I mean, yeah, it's kind of like it's fun. It's cool. Who do you travel with? You got a big band, or is that? Um, yeah, it's uh, there's four of us in my band. Uh-huh. Um, and then there's my tour manager Darren, and then um, the guy who opens for us, Jacob. He um, you let him in the van. You should make him, him sleep share. in the equipment thing. Oh, you think so? Yeah, <laughs> hold like, him to Yeah, gigs. you're the opener. You got yeah. That's um that that'd be good. Of that'd be nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if, he, if he's, he's even like, it, he even gets a ride in my van. Right. <laughs> no, I'm just if he's in the vehicle, he should be at least be driving. Yeah, or he yeah. We should have put him everyone. to work. You're yeah. right. What was I thinking? <laughs> but um, yeah. And Jacob pretty, is pretty awesome, and he's he's in there too with us. We figured that'd be the easiest. That's way. very nice of you. Yeah, it's cool. So I'm sure you get this a lot, but I just assumed you were 15 years old when they oh. were like the girl from The Walking Dead mm-hmm. uh, is coming through town, and I go the little kid, the little kid, the one. The little... I know you do that. You pull it off really good. Oh, no wonder why all the creeps like you so much. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I guess I'm just immature. I no, don't, uh, <laughs> I like dude. refuse to grow up. It's so weird. I feel like when I was little, I like, I was like, oh god, I just want to get out in Nebraska. Like, I want to be an adult. Like, I want to do my own thing. And then it's like, then when I became an adult, then I suddenly like, I got, I was like stunted. Yeah. Like, I like can't seem to get out of like. Don't rush it. How old are you now? I don't know if I want to. I'm 30. Yeah, that's good. You're you're right. At 30, when you're a woman and you're 30, you don't want to get any older. You don't? No. Oh, really? Guys were fine. Is that bad? Not bad. To be over 30? It's not fun for you after. It's not fun? It's all downhill for women after 30. We got a lot of bad news for you. You're going to get it. I really don't think that's true, actually. Katie knows. Katie will tell you. Look, Katie, miserable, right? I actually really disagree with you. I have like dreams of like I can't wait to get older and play. Like I like my dream is that like if I am lucky enough to live that long to like be like a little old lady in New York City like doing plays. Like I want to be like on Broadway when I'm 80, like running around stage. You're still gonna look 20 when you're uh, yeah. when you're okay. 80. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm still gonna be really immature. Yeah, that that's one thing I don't understand. I was fortunate enough where I didn't. I've always been very immature, and I don't have to have a job where I have to be mature. So it yeah. worked out for me. But for like real people with real jobs, I always wonder how that works out. Like if you were tomorrow to decide to be like, I want to be an accountant, you'd be the most immature accountant. Yeah, maybe so. What do you do? What do you do? I, for I fun? feel like I can turn it, turn on the. I mean, you ha- actually, you know, you do have to be. It's like running a small business, being a musician. Actually, yeah, you have to and be so serious. So is acting a, a lot. So there, there are. Th- I can turn on the. Uh, you know, like okay. And every once in a while, I'll be like, whoa, I guess a lot has happened. I guess I am 30. You know yeah. what I mean? I'll be like, just the other day, I was like, whoa, all these different little chapters, especially when you're an actor, a singer, like lots of little jobs and little gigs. That's and, a good reality. And you're sort of like, whoa, I guess a lot has happened. Yeah, most know? people at 30 are like, what am I doing in my life? You're like, I've done a lot of stuff yeah. by the time oh, I was yeah. 30. I mean, a lot has happened. Yeah. I mean, I moved to New York City when I was 19, so. From Nebraska? 20. Yeah. By yourself? Mm-hmm. And where, and where did you live? Well, first, I, I did like this program at NYU. I didn't stay at NYU, though. Okay. I ended up going to auditions and getting a play, and then I then the play was over. It was kind of like a back and forth thing. And the play was over, I was broke, and we moved back to Nebraska. But at first, I lived in the financial district on Water Street. And then but my very first, like, for real apartment, I guess, where I wasn't just, like, crashing with people, was in um, Brooklyn off the Lorimer stop. 
That, um, in Williamsburg. So you, so you made it. I mean, you moved from Nebraska to New York by yourself at a young age. You're in a play, and you're and you're having an, a decent apartment. That's making it in New York. I mean, I was having a good time. Yeah, yeah. I, I, re- yeah. I mean, I remember working at like a coffee shop. I mean, now so many cool things have happened, but I specifically remember a walk from like my, um, like I used to work at this really great little coffee shop in the neighborhood close to my apartment. And I remember getting done with work and walking to play rehearsal. Right. I was just doing this off-Broadway play and being like, oh, my God, I've already gotten my dream. I'm yeah. working at this cool coffee shop. I'm going to my play rehearsal. You, like, I was already, it. like, yeah. I was like, okay, this is good. That's Great awesome. Life, you you know? know how many people just get to go to the coffee shop yeah. and they don't get to walk <laughs> to play practice? That's fantastic. The funny thing about that is you know that there was a guy that came in there and liked you and was like, I like that girl. She's very pretty. She serves me the coffee. Years later, he sees you on The Walking Dead and he's like, oh! Coffee girl. Coffee girl. Yeah. That. What was it? What was the play? What was the first play? Oh, the well, my very first play in New York City was um, Midsummer Night's Dream, uh-huh. and I played Hermia. And we would rehearse in the city, and then take the train out to Connecticut. So it was actually like more of like a regional theater. We would just um, go out every night. As and a do group, it. Um, do the play. It was like this out big outdoor theater. Right. It was pretty awesome. What was actually. your first? What was your first uh, good paying gig? Good in, paying in New York. Gig. I mean, it took a while before anything paid very much with acting, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, when I first... And sometimes I would get a job, but I would keep my other gigs, because, you know, you, even if you get, like, a little bump right, right. money, you still... don't know if you're... Um, well, I started working on Broadway in Spring Awakening, and I feel like that's when I was sort of like, oh, I'll stop, uh, you know, like... The coffee shop? The coffee shop. Yeah. We're doing, or, like, I also would... Or well, I stopped the coffee shop when I worked on an off-Broadway play called Iphigenia 2.0, and it was at Signature Theater. Um, but I still kept doing like little odd jobs. Right. Um, but yeah, I guess that was probably it. Spring Awakening on Broadway That's, was kind of my first. And and what is your first uh, movie or TV thing that you get? My first TV thing was Law & Order. Of course, if you're in New York. Criminal Intent. Do you know uh-huh. that comedian Mo Rocca? Yeah. He played my brother. It was like a big guest star. Like I got to be in like a bunch of scenes and th- they were like investigating his murder. So that was like my first like really good TV. Did you kill him? No, no, oh. no. But I helped them figure out, you know. Oh, you, yeah. And we found out that like this guy like, like, like came after me and blah, 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 all this stuff so it was very and funny. uh and that's got to be exciting so now you're now you've went from the coffee shop to the play to the tv mm-hmm. and then what's the first what's the first oh, big break th- take me one. down the road what's what comes what comes after that oh my gosh well after that i started doing like lots of guest stars and lots of plays right i did a big play around um the whole u.s called august osage county that's one of my favorite parts sure of that, I mean, that was uh, nominated last year wasn't it okay yeah, that was um, a good one what else yeah, and then after that play, I did some other guest stars. Like I did the Big C, and then and then I got Walking Dead, and that. So where do you, where do you audition for Walking Dead? Is that a New York thing? You New York, LA? yeah, I, I I auditioned for that in New York. Did you know what it was? Mm-hmm. You did. Yeah. I mean, I knew of like the graphic um, novels, novels, yeah, and I knew that they had done like a first season, and for people for people like friends of mine were talking about it and like oh I gotta see that sometime but I had actually not seen it when I auditioned for it but um, I knew Frank Darabont was working on it and I was like oh yeah. I really yeah. wanted I'll to get work you. with him and um, yeah and I just thought the scenes were really cool that we got to audition with and I was like oh this is gonna this is gonna be cool and then I ended up getting it but I didn't know it was gonna be like four years of my life you know yeah. I thought it was gonna be like recurring like maybe I'd do like five like five episodes or something and that's good money right um, walking dead money 
I mean, sure. Yeah, I mean, I don't it's know. better we're, than... We were trying to figure shop, out... Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. So, like, yeah, cool. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. You know? Well, all um, right, so you do... So, now, we were saying earlier that it, if you... It's like, it, you know, the whole journey of my... <laughs> of your finances. We should ask you to bring that social security thing in where they tell you how much you made every <laughs> yeah. year in your yeah, whole life. I don't think... What? Go ahead, say it. What you know? What? Um, no, nothing. Okay, all right. Sorry, I'm like, mom, I'm, I'm still like, I, ju- I literally like rolled out of the bus, like, to, like we stopped at this station. Yeah. And then I like put on this shirt and like put on some eyeliner and then like came in. Trust me, I'm, I, I get it. <laughs> so, so I'm like, I'm still like, like my mouth is still like warming up. Uh-huh. <laughs> Basically, so what Carmen does every say morning. Words, you know, <laughs> some like guy just drops words. her off. <laughs> Uh, this my is, brain and my mouth and everything's still working. This is Emily Kinney from, uh, <laughs> you know her from The Walking Dead. She's also a musician, which, how long until they started having you sing? Was that part of your character well, or did they did, did they say, hey, she can sing, we should work that in? Yeah, well, you know, I was always like playing club shows around New York. Like even when I first moved there, I would sing backup for people and I've always written like poetry and stuff like that. And actually before they cast me on The Walking Dead, I had just finished my first EP. Uh-huh. Um, so that came out literally, like, I remember getting them and um, them being shipped to me like the week that I was going down to Georgia to start work. Um, so That's when started- you had to be like, I've met, I've been in Broadway plays. I have an album out and I'm going to do a TV show. You must have been on top of the world. That's got to be the greatest feeling ever. Yeah, I mean, I feel, yeah, like it's pretty fun, you know? Like when your job is something you really like doing. Sure, and you're having great success at it. Oh, thank you. Similar to me when I once had insurance registration (laughs) and all that stuff paid up the date on my car. I was like, this is my life. Yes. Yeah. Uh, So so you go down there. So what did I ask you? I'm sorry. Did they work that into the thing or do they know? Yeah, well, I was going to say, like, um, so between season two and season three, I was doing a lot of club shows, like in LA and New York. And some of the writers had come to see my shows and I think they knew that if they wanted to work that into season three, they could. Yeah. And the then they switched showrunners, um, and I remember it was Glenn, Glenn Mazzara who called me and said, hey, we were thinking of, like, you know, you and Maggie singing around a campfire and maybe working that into your character. And then it became, yeah, just a thing that Beth um, did was that she was uh, that she sang, and that was kind of their connection to their their family and their life, the yeah. songs that she would sing. And um, I thought it was really smart because at that point, you hadn't gotten to know her that well. And... I think it was a way for audiences. I mean, now looking back, I'm like, oh, audiences could be like, okay, there's so many characters. That's the one that sings. And, right. You know, and there is something about when you go and see live music or you go and see someone sing, you can feel really connected to them and really close to them without really even knowing them. That sure. Well. It actually brought a whole level of humanity back to that show, which you hadn't seen yeah. uh, in the first season. They were like, okay, we got to remember that we're dealing with people who had real lives. Yeah, I think too, like they needed a break from, I remember even in that first episode of season three, I remember actually um, like Glenn Mazar saying like, oh, so much of this episode is just action, 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 like fighting zombies. Like you need those moments of like calm and be like, of almost like bored, not boredom, but you know, like where we're just sitting sure. around, like that's what would happen. Sure, and uh, and in order to ramp up those violent scenes again, too, yeah. you need to have a calm moment. Totally. Show's totally. done very well. I never, I, I hate Halloween. I don't like zombies. I don't like Walking uh, Day of the Night of the Living Dead and any of that stuff. But I was a latecomer to, to Walking Dead, and I binge watched the hell out of the first three seasons in my car, mostly sitting in a parking lot waiting mm-hmm. for things. And I love it. Those are the those are the better uh, episodes. I think. I don't know. Do you? Uh, and I know, obviously, even if you did, you couldn't talk about it. But do you know, as an actor on the show, the beat, the origin, the ending? Do you guys try no. to figure that out on your own? Do you? 
I mean, sometimes, of course, you can't help but guess. Yeah. But yeah, we don't know, you know. And I know they're not, fo- they're like loosely following things about the comic books. You right. know, like maybe certain points like Alexandria or like certain locations or certain characters come up that were inspired by the comics. But like my character wasn't in the comic books, neither was like Daryl. Right. Um, so they also try to keep it all a surprise. And so I don't know where it's all leading, you know. Did that appear to be an awkward relationship to you while you were filming it between Beth and Daryl? Um, what do you mean? I don't know. It just seemed like the two unlikely people to be hanging out together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that was really, again, like that was such really smart because I think then we had to, when we were like left in that episode, like, stuck together yeah. and we weren't people that were already close like if I had been with Maggie it would be like okay sis we're Sisters, team, you yeah. know blah blah <laughs> or like you know but it was sort of like pulled different things out of each other and there were like those kind of weird fights and like um, I feel like that was really smart because you got to know these characters on like a very interesting level um, were they when you're around certain people they pull out sometimes the uncomfortable stuff you right, know like sure. you have friends that bring out this side of you or friends that bring out this side. And I think that having Daryl and Beth, it was like brought out certain things. Were they, know? were they, uh, I know there was a weird age difference and all that. Well, was there a romance between them or was it more like a brother sister type thing? You know, it Cause never we would really... talk about that on the, on, we'd be like, are they oh, hooking yeah. up? What's going on? That'd be so weird. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think they never really made it totally clear with their writing. Like I, in that episode, like there were there were mo- moments where it was like, oh, there's some sort of like special bond going on here. Yeah. And definitely, that was like pointed out, like holding hands and, you know, that. But they never really completely, um, completely made a decision about that. And I think that that's part of the tragedy of the show is you're like, wait, is this gonna be something? What's going? And then before you'll never you find even, out, you'll never know. Like, no. you'll, I mean, you'll never know for sure. So. Um, I yeah. think I think the turning point for me in that show that really made me appreciate it, and it's what uh, every real good show does now, is killing off main characters. Nobody nobody ever did that before. You'd yeah. watch a show for twenty years or you know ten seasons, it'd be the same characters. The during the farm scene seasons when the little girl went missing and came out as a zombie, I, you thought, okay, they killed a kid yeah. and the kid's a zombie and they're like, now we're dealing with a real show here. Those are the good, those are the, the farm years were the good years. Oh yeah? Yeah, yeah that was so. fun. I mean, I have good memories from filming that stuff. Do you really do uh, conventions yet? I go to conventions sometimes. You like yeah. that or does that drive you crazy? Um, I, I like going to them. You know, I think the show is kind of heavy, especially when I was filming it. Um, you kind of like get in this zone, in this world. It's a very heavy, I mean, you know, my dad's being killed. And, yeah, you yeah. Know, I mean, like, it would really wear on you. And I think there was something about going to a convention where people are kind of like dressing up these characters and they'd be like, oh, I just love watching it on Sunday nights. I mean, my friends get together. It brought like a lightness to it. Like, yeah. Sort of like, this isn't real. It's like fun. And I mean, it's not a fun, you know. I know what you're saying. Yeah, it kind of, it, for me, it kind of was like, oh, it's, it, it just brings some light to it. I think the conventions are cool. Um, you know, a lot of times, too, they'll have... A couple times they've brought my band to play, which is really, really Oh, fun. really? And I think um, that's cool because sometimes um, that's a group of people that maybe doesn't go to live music all the sure. time. And so I, I've had people even say after that, be like, oh, whoa, you know, I don't go out to see a lot of music. I'm going to go to see more music. And then I feel sort of like... You're changing oh, yeah. the lives of nerds I like everywhere. I yeah. go see live music. <laughs> You, uh, That's cool. <laughs> have you ever seen anybody dress like uh, Beth? Oh, yeah. And, and, and like anything crazy? I don't know. I, I, mean, I, I think that would cra- be weird to see people yeah. dress as me. 
Oh, yeah. I do get a lot of people that, I mean, and especially Halloween this year, people tweet at me a lot. Oh, like, that's cool. Dressed up is, I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's very, like, that'd be I very mean, flattering. I mean, it's nice to know something you work on, like, connects with someone that much that they're going to, like, dress up as that character as yeah. Halloween. Or, you know, like, I mean, I think it's, like, satisfying. It's nice to know the thing you worked on is has an audience. I feel like a lot of things we work on as actors and musicians, singers, you're working at, on your stuff in your room by yourself. Yeah. And like, and, like, for it to reach an audience, I mean, that's a huge gift. So I don't ever understand that, and, and that's probably why I'm not an actor, but we had Matt Damon on the air one time, and he had made this uh, art house movie with Casey Affleck where they just walked around and... When they took pictures and stuff, yeah. and it was terrible. And we were talking to him about it, and he goes, oh, well, that was just a little art film we made. And I thought, what is the gratification from doing that? Did you know no one's going to see it, and the handful of people that do are going to be like, this is weird. Yeah. Well, there's some freedom in that, too. I suppose at a certain point, you know, there's you want to – if you know people are going to watch it, there is also some pressure, so that changes the kind of the choices you make as an artist. So I'm sure at some point there's like – you know, I know for me sometimes I when I'm writing music, I kind of have to like turn off like like I can't be like, would people like this? You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah, no, you kinda yeah. have to turn that off and be like, No, just today's a free day, just make whatever I want. Right. You know, and, and like who cares if if people like it or not or you know. That makes so sense. I do feel like there's probably some freedom for him to be like, I'm just gonna make this if it's cool, it's cool. Like people like it, they do. If they don't, like I want to still Matt Damon. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like at a certain point, I'm sure you need like a little space. Yeah. This is Emily Kinney. Uh, she's going to be at the Murray Theater tonight at Ruth Eckert Hall. You know her from The Walking Dead. Uh, the Ruth Eckert Hall box office will sell tickets if you want to go see it. She's got a new album out. The album is called This Is War. It's available now. I listened to a little bit on uh, on the internet before. And you can go to emilykinneymusic.com. Now you're going to do a song when we come back. Yeah. Get to hear you do it live. Is your voice all geared up and ready to go? Yeah, this was good. All this talking warmed up my voice, I think. We'd let you get a little comfortable <laughs> like, first. <laughs> then we'll wallop you with the uh, I don't know if you heard earlier, we were singing. We did uh, oh. karaoke, but you couldn't hear the music. You could only hear our voices, and it was fantastic. So oh, you have, whoa. The yeah. bar has been set, okay. yeah, right. just so you know. Well, now I'm nervous. <laughs> the bar has been set similar to where if we were strangling cats. You know, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 So yeah. I think you're okay. <laughs> I think somehow you'll be okay. Emily Kinney is here with us. She was going to be at the Murray Theater at Ruth Eckert Hall tonight. You can get tickets at RuthEckertHall.com. You know her from uh, Walking Dead, and she is an accomplished musician who has an album out called This Is War. It's available now wherever you're getting your music from these days. You could also go to EmilyKinneyMusic.com. I've enjoyed having you here today. It was fun talking to you about yeah, your career in The Walking Dead. Now we're going to get to hear you sing, which we got a little glimpse of during the commercial break. Very similar to the voice of an angel. <laughs> who who is your uh, guitar player? Let's introduce oh, him. This is Adam Tressler. How you doing, Adam? Adam, you can see him. Oh, I don't think he's opening tonight, but open a lot of the shows too. We're playing on tours. Oh, Adam is the guy who gets to open. We were he suggesting they make you sleep in the oh, no, equipment. Oh, that was Jacob. Oh, well, Jacob. Sometimes Adam will play set and then Jacob. I I got gotcha. you. Okay, so he's earned his oh. keep in the in the yeah. bunks. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I'm going to let me make sure all your mics are working. Uh, hit that guitar, will you, there, buddy? Yeah, there you go. Uh, that is Adam on the guitar. Adam is mic number three. You are mic number four. I'm going to shut my mics off. What song are you going to sing? We're going to sing Never Leave L.A., and it's on my new album. All right, the new album is called This Is War, and again, you can see Emily tonight at Ruth Eckert Hall at the Murray Theater. Here we go. We will shut up and let you sing. There you go. Feels like I'm floating with the 
Instead of walking on the sidewalk, I'm going with the flow. Instead of meddling hard lines, there is heaven and earth. And baby, I still got bruises, but they don't seem to hurt. And I don't want to waste another day. Have you got room? Maybe it's the sunshine or the tall palm trees. Maybe it's your light blue eyes that got me weak in the knees. But baby, I don't need strong legs for just swimming in the sky. And if you're somewhere beside me, I seem to just Through the haze of the smog and the smoke is a pink sunset And tattooed on my body is our winning bed And as the city sky darkens, I'm headed to your house If there is such thing as true love, we got it all figured out and I don't want to waste another day Have you got room for my suitcase? Oh baby, call me over Beg me to stay and I'll never leave LA Leave LA Never leave LA Very nice. Emily Kinney. I gotta be honest with you, that was a really good song. Oh, thank you. I was like, all right, we'll have the Walking Dead chick on it for music songs. At least we had her on. That was a really good song. Oh, thank you. Do you so write much. all that? I do write all my songs. Oh, who'd you write? You got a boyfriend? Who'd you write that about? I didn't write that about a boyfriend. I was hoping hot girlfriend would be. Uh. A girlfriend. <laughs> I was writing. No, I, I was. It was. I was hoping someone would be my boyfriend, and I could just move. Like this was before I had moved to LA, and I was like, oh, I know. I'll just will fall in love, and then I'll just move in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So it didn't quite happen like that, but you know, maybe some soon. I gotta be honest. <laughs> when we have a lot of guys, the majority of guys perform music in the studio, mm -hmm. and we never know where to look because because it's just kind of weird if you're a dude and right. staring at you while you're singing. Oh yeah. And, and then I figured we well, got a good-looking girl singing. I'll stare at her, and then I tried for a second. And I was like, I don't want to fall in love, and I turned my head the other way. Oh, wow. I don't like the other way. Uh, that was very good. It was a very good Thank song. You, so much. you sing very well, and you can see Emily Kinney tonight. Uh, Emily Kinney music. The album is called "This Is War." Get it, uh, and it was great having you on today. Thank you all for getting up early and hanging out here. Yes, thanks for Have fun tonight. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.